guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the second ESL podcast today in just as little or in just as much as three hours. Anyways, guys, welcome back to another one, man. It is season three, as always, number 56, episode number 56. If you guys don't already know, the upper intermediate level of this podcast, yes, we're going to be switching to season four, will begin on February the 18th. I will go over all the content of that specific course because it's going to be much different than before. I will always try putting the pronunciation on Mondays. I will try. I will try. But I can't necessarily say that the rest of the week will be the same. There's going to be academic words. There's going to be vocabulary development. There might be vocabulary skills. There are lots of different things that will be implemented throughout this course, including reading, including me speaking about a couple of things. So I'm very excited about what's about to come. So you guys stay tuned for that. And without further ado, today's grammar, non-defining relative clauses. Remember, we went over relative clauses. They were a little bit confusing, I must admit. But at the same time, I don't really, I don't necessarily use them. I like using non-defining relative clauses more. So I want to get into those straight away. Now, again, there are rules. There are things that you can accomplish and do. Of course, on uh, the website, the Arsenio Buck Show, there is a blog available so you guys can look at everything. So you know what? Here we go. Here are the rules. All right. You always need the rules. Number one, Non-defining relative clauses is basically you use double commas. So, example, Arsenio, comma, who's an American, comma, lives and teaches in Thailand. That's it. I'm giving non-essential information. I'm adding extra information in the sentence. However, if I take out that extra information in terms of me being an American, being an American, I would take it out, I would drop the commas, and it would be a simple sentence. Arsenio lives and works in Thailand. That's it. But if I want to make it a non-defining relative clause, I would say Arsenio, comma, who's an American, who's an American, comma, lives and works in Thailand. There it is. So yes, clauses, you need, with non-defining clauses, you need the commas. The defining relative clauses that I have done over the past couple of weeks, you do not need the commas. You do not put the commas, okay? So, again, we give this extra information, the non-essential information about the person, thing, place, or time in the first half of the sentence. See, the commas work in a similar way to parentheses, all right? It shows that the information is not vital, all right, to the sentence, now, they're not so common in a daily conversation, but however, if you use these types of complex structures in your, uh, in your speaking with the IELTS examiner, this would help. Again, I had Nathan on. You guys are going to hear that this upcoming Saturday. I did do the Facebook Live if you guys are interested in that. Um, but I had him on to talk about the variety of different structures in writing. This kind of equates, meaning this relates to your speaking. All right. If you use simple sentence after simple sentence and not using, a, you know, a variety of different synonyms and vocabulary, uh, you will get a low mark. That's just how it is. That means you just have a barely functioning English language proficiency, you know. So, again, I would never use these types of clauses. It's kind of like... 
you know, every day, do you say, Arsenio, do you say however while you speak in everyday conversation? Absolutely not. I mean, if I'm trying to make an explanation or if I'm trying to make some, you know, contrast in events or whatever has happened, sure, sure, I would. In the classroom, but not every day. Guys, I frankly use this simple language speaking method every day. Why? Because it's natural. All right. Now, if you meet British teachers, they like speaking very academically. I don't know why. Okay. You would have to ask them that question. But um, <laughs> they like speaking academically, and I still don't understand to this day why. Um, it's 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 so funny because I would be in a class. I I would go into the teachers room at times, and these particular teachers would speak using these types of complex structures, like well. Back in the eighteen nineteen, in eighteen nineteen, the British had come into this country, and I'm like, "What? No one cares about your past perfects. No one cares about the passive voice. No one cares about any of this. Why do you speak like that?" And the thing is, some people probably just speak like that. It could be very irritating, though, because it seems like they are beating around the bush. A prime example of this would be Spock out of Star Trek. If you actually listen to Spock. In the very first Star Trek movie back in 2009, he speaks so odd. I mean, it's just purely academic using so many, a variety of different vocabulary and this. It's just, oh my God, it's very terrifying. But anyways, guys, that is my rant for today. You guys know how to use these now. So again, we could go over some of these sentences, okay? So let me give you an example. Golf balls, all right? What are we going to use for golf balls? Are we going to use who? Are we going to, are we going to use when? Are we going to use which? Now, remember, note to yourself right now. We never use that in a non-defining relative clause. I will repeat that. We never use that in a non-defining relative clause. You will never say golf balls, comma, that are white, comma, absolutely not. All right? Which only. All right? So, golf balls, comma, which are usually white, comma, have a special surface so that they can travel farther or further, okay? Now, that is a non-defining relative clause. So if I give you the number two, Earl. Earl is a person, so what do you use for Earl? Andy Murray. Now, in 2011, that's a little bit different. That's why I want you guys to check out some of the rules because you guys would start understanding what to put there. In 2011, okay, would you put, what does that indicate? And this relates back to the previous couple of podcasts that I did with relative pronouns. So if you guys are not unsure of that, you guys are going to have to go back. San Pedro Sula. Okay, San Pedro Sula. All right, that is a stadium. That's the Nacional Stadium out there in Honduras. That's where, of course, the national team of the Honduran football team plays their football matches. Now, that is a place. 2011 is a time frame. Zara Phillips is a person. I want you guys to go, of course, on. I will post these, of course, throughout the day tomorrow uh, or when you actually hear this on my Facebook page. You guys can answer them. I will be more than happy to look at those. So again, guys, (sighs) those are non-defining relative clauses, okay? Again, you can look up all this information on my blog, The Who... You don't use what, okay? It's frankly who, what, oh, I'm sorry, who, where, when, which, all right? Also, whose, all right? So we can use that too. So again, 
That's going to be put all into the fold on my Facebook page. So again, you can find this blog at thearsenioBuckShow.com. And if you guys have any other questions, please let me know. As always, I'm your host, Arsenio, bringing it to you, as always, over and out.